As you can tell, you're not used to seeing me do the intro, but we're doing it this way because that signifies to you on this podcast that Tracy is actually is the one reviewing the book today. So with that said, Tracy, what book are we talking about today? We're going to do Happy Place by Emily Henry. Emily Henry, which I, from what I understand, this is an author that people actually know, right? Yes, yes. I mean, not everyone, but I've seen people carrying her book around, which means to me that she's a known author. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of the lot of the books that we'll probably review at certain points in time on this podcast are going to people are going to be like, who the beep is that person? Yeah. So just just give you a fair warning, but they're still good books, even though. You don't know who the person is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of times if I read a book or if I watch TV or listen to music, I, I kind of like to to listen to something or watch something or read something that the people kind of have have no idea or, you know, it's it's a little bit on the, the down low. But if it's good, it's good. And Emily Henry, she's good. She has a way with words. And this book, it it definitely is is one of those where man, she's good and she just keeps getting better. And uh, and I saw a post one time, I think, I don't know if it was before this book or her last book. And she's just like, this is not easy. This is hard for me. And uh, I remember showing it to you. And I can't remember if it was a video or if it was, I think it was something that she actually wrote out on Instagram. And she's like, I sometimes I don't know why I do this because it is so hard. But when I see the finished product, I know why I do this. Mm. And and when I read her books now, I I appreciate it because especially I know how hard sometimes it is for her. I think, but man, the way she she pieces her words together and some of the the analogies that she uses, it's just I I don't know how she does it. I don't know how she comes up with it. And I thank her for that because maybe that's why it's so hard for her because it is just so damn hard to do that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you but, know. But you know what? It 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 feels like it comes naturally to her when you read it. Mm-hmm. If if that makes sense, it's oh, it is. It's just it's so good. Like as I as I started reading it, I was only a couple chapters in, maybe, and I thought, oh, this feels so good. So so yeah, this chapter. It's it feels it feels like another one of Emily Henry's books. Just just uh, I don't I'm trying to think if she's written one about a a friend vacation before. I know she's written one where two friends go on vacation, but I don't think she's written one where a whole bunch of friends go on vacation. and, And is that what this is? This is a whole bunch of friends go on vacation and they have a yearly vacation. And the funny thing is, is. As I was reading this, I'm thinking, oh, it's another book about friends going on vacation because I've I've read this in a couple different well, women's literature books before where it's like, oh, a bunch of friends go on vacation. And I'm thinking, my gosh, who are all these friends going on friend like friendscations? And I'm thinking, oh, wait, I have been invited on friendscations before. I just choose not to go because I'm such an introvert. So. Well, and guess what? I mean, <laughs> so in truth. Okay. That's what that's what creates memories, man. I know, a bunch of friends going to a weird place and just doing weird stuff. That's where I you're know. gonna remember. I know, I know. And to be quite truthful, we were supposed to go to Peru with some friends, and I was kind of happy that the pandemic 
you know, forced us to end up going alone because I don't know. I don't know if I could handle being with, with a big group of friends. But the premise of this book is this group of, of friends, they had been going to a, I guess it's a lake house in Maine since college. And it was originally three girls that were friends. They they kind of got paired up in college and they're they're all just so different. And there's this one girl, Cleo, who I say I'm just I could totally be her. She's an artist. She eventually, instead of going further on to art school, she lives on a farm. And I say, I could totally do that, except for the fact that I can't keep a plant alive if <laughs> my life depends on it. And believe me, she has tried. I, she continues to I try. I try, and every time one starts to grow, I get so excited, and then I'm like, it died. <laughs> but but yeah, so I am so much like her in, in just so many ways. But but yeah, so this this friend group that just keeps growing, they they bring bring their their significant others eventually and just other friends that become part of this group they they've been going since since college and now they're 30 i believe it's just 30 not 30s which doesn't really matter i guess so this is going to be their last year going because one of the girls her family owns this lake house and now they're selling it and she is just so bummed but the problem is is that one of the couples they're engaged or they were engaged four months ago. And now they it was only going to be one of them going. But this Sabrina, whose family owns the, the lake house, she said, no, we all have to go because it's our last time. Mm-hmm. And she also has no idea that they broke up. I think I remember you telling me about this. So they actually go up there pretending they're still So they together. go up there and they pretend that they're still together. Mm-hmm. And they were planning on telling them once they got there that, okay, so here's the thing. We've been broken up for four months and, you know, we'll, we'll try to have a good time and it's okay, whatever, whatever. The problem is, is that as soon as they got there, this Sabrina, whose family owns this lake house, her and her boyfriend say, oh, by the way, since this is our last year, we want to make it special. We're going to get married. <laughs> so they can't tell them because they need to make it special. You know, you can't you can't just go, well, we broke up. Let's make this the time of our life now. Mm-hmm. And the other couple, this Cleo that I said, she's an artist. I could totally be like her. Her and her partner, Kimmy, they were really on the fence about coming because with their farm and everything like that, they're like, oh my gosh, there's a lot going on with our farm. But they were pretty much forced to come because it was the last trip ever. So there's a lot of happiness and tension going on. So you've got that story going on where this Sabrina, who again, her it's her house technically, she's saying, let's relive everything like we used to. Every time we came here, every every year, a lot of times they would do the same thing. She's like, let's do everything like we used to. And then you've got other people saying, well, we're 30 now. And can we do some of the old stuff and some new stuff? So you have a, a couple tensions there. And I'm thinking, well, this is this is really cute. But then as I keep reading, I'm realizing like this is a really deep book because this book 
talks a lot about relationships. So you have the relationship between obviously each of the friends. You have the relationship between the couple who was a couple who was supposed to get married, but now they're broken up. And how are they relating to each other on this trip? Then they talk about the different parents and how that affected each of these people. And I mean, all through this, you, you're you're going to read, if you ever read this, whoever reads this, you, you see that there's all sorts of different relationships that affect how these people just just go on through through their daily life and and how that affects them. So for instance, I mean, if if you know your parents are divorced, well how did that affect you? Or if if they're if they're loving, how does that affect you or or something like that? Because each of them had had a different relationship with their parents and then that affected them. But then there's there's different ways that they they interact with each other. So there's there's this whole thing and I was going to say I don't know if she meant to to have this whole thing with relationships but it's it's almost so obvious once you realize it that I think she did mean to have this underlying theme mm-hmm. it's it's really really incredible and deep I mean she is just she's really thoughtful in this but then all through it it's very lighthearted too it's it's deep but lighthearted because they're all having this this fun friendscation, but then there's this underlying things. This underlying happen. there's 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 the tension between some friends and and then obviously this couple that doesn't want to be a couple maybe and there's there's some really really deep deep but fun issues that are that are happening and you know because there's there's still this vacation happening too so. So yeah, it's it's really it's really interesting. And then they do delve into to some things later on. They talk about depression, which I I like that they talk about that because too many people don't talk about that. And I'm not going to say why or how they talk about that cuz I don't want to give too much away. I like to to leave some stuff in there for for people. So, so yeah, I think I really think it's a a great book. I mean, I remember when I told you, Eric, about about how I finished this book when you were when you were out of town one night, I was like, "Yeah, I finished this book. I don't think it's one of her greatest books, but it's really good." And uh, I read two hundred twenty pages that night to finish it. And you're like, "It's got to be a good book if you read two hundred and twenty pages." And I was like, "Yeah, I guess I guess you got it was me either there. really really good <laughs> or you were really really bored." Yeah. No, it's it's really good because I I do remember I was like yeah I don't think I'm gonna finish it tonight and then I remember I I finished the last forty pages just so I could know what happened. It, it's so. fun, it's funny now that when you describe this book, yeah, because I didn't tell you all of it. It, it almost it. reminds me of a movie we watched a really long time ago, and you probably do not remember this movie, but I remember it was a very very indie flick. And I remember like Amanda Pete was in it, I think. And it was about a group of people that went up to um up to cottage or up to a cottage oh, or something for um, a week and then and then all sorts of weird, weird crap happened. And I think by the end though I mean I think this is probably goes off because I feel like they all hated each other by the end of the movie. 
or something, but it just remind. that's what it, like, as you're telling the story of this book, that's what I'm picturing in my head. Are you talking, like, catch and release or something? I don't think, no, because I think catch and release is, like, a bigger... Yeah, because that's got This Kevin is a very indie, in this was, like, a Sundance Film Festival type Well, thing. now I got a project today, because so, I love Amanda Peet. I'm going to so look that I'm up. I'm pretty sure that Amanda Peet was one of the girls in it, so, yeah. And maybe if we look it up after this, I can pick the movie out but but that's what it reminded me of so as far as you, first of all you didn't give a one to five scale oh, yes. thing what do you okay where are you one at to with five that? it's really hard because when i when i rated it on goodreads i gave it a four which by the way i once i give it my rating i want to i want to give a a uh, shout out to goodreads so i i think i want to give it a 4.25 because like i said it's probably not one of her top top I, I mean I've got I've got a couple really but I think I think it's it's definitely it's got some really really good themes in it and and yeah and by no means is no it a means book, is it bad is it a book you should avoid it's a definitely a book you you should I mean and I'm I'm really close to giving it a four or five but I just so it's what I'm gathering is it's a really really good book but it may not be in the top tier of Emily Henry. Yeah, books, it's so. just if I sat down and stacked it against the rest of her books, I think there were just some other stronger books of hers, and that's why I put it down there. Interesting. So, but uh, I want you real quick before you say, so when I said Goodreads, there's an app. Um, I know I have it on my phone, and I think you can do it on your computer. I, I keep track of my reads that way. One, you, it's just kind of fun to see how much you read in a year, a month, whatever. But also, what it does is it says, oh, good, you finished this book. Now can we recommend this for you? And what it'll do, it'll recommend different authors and stuff like that. So for a while, I was reading just one author, and then all of a sudden I read through her repertoire and suddenly I was like oh I need I need more I need more and that's how I got turned on to Emily Henry and a couple others because I when I started reading again I didn't know some other authors and I needed to look for other authors and that's also how I got turned on to the book that I'm reading now because they have sometimes giveaways and stuff like that so it's a really good tool to use just to recommend books and stuff like that sorry so. I, now that you've talked about goodreads I, th I feel like inclined that i'm at the point where i should probably get on goodreads actually yeah you because, really should because i don't but i don't typically have problems finding more books but i wonder if there's a lot of really really good books that i'm missing that out you're on missing BB because yeah. i don't have well, my system is really inconcise like i just start randomly typing in keywords into uh yeah into Amazon to find books, and then occasionally I'll I'll write down a book that I hear on a podcast or something like that. Yeah, so. I haven't been reading. I haven't been using it as much lately. I I mean, I'll put in what I read and stuff, but I haven't been using it as well for recommendations because I'm like, look at my to do to yeah, read yeah. list, you know. But I but every so often it might point out a, a book that I should read. So um, that, yeah, that I'm that really catches me. And that but, that is a valid point because as of right now, the last thing I need is more recommendations because I have plenty but of books. It to is read. it is still a really good thing just because right. you never know. Yeah, well, never and know. I'll get to that point where where I just don't know what else to read. 
So, but I, I think it's a really good app, and and like I said, I'm pretty sure it's on the computer too, because I like I get emails and and everything. So, and I I feel inclined to let everybody know just because we are sitting here on a podcast right now, there is also a good pods. Oh so, yeah. So there is a good pod. I completely forgot about that. Just so you know, it's it's completely I don't think they're related in any way. I think it's a completely different company and stuff, but there is a uh Goodreads mm-hmm. per se for podcasts, which is kind of interesting. So um I haven't really because used I mean it. I won't lie to you. Who knows? But uh, we we're pretty niche in what we listen to. I mean, I or what we talk what we're gonna talk about. I like I said in the in the sneak peek intro i read mostly women's literature fiction they i like it when they have strong characters especially if it's a strong feminine character and it's really funny that you say that because the way you describe that book that sounds exactly like what that book was was all very strongly developed characters with a lot of depth to them and things like that yeah and and another person who's incredible incredibly good with that my my favorite author is is Lacey walden and the funny thing is is when i went to see her speak is she said that sometimes she gets herself in trouble because she actually will she'll actually develop the characters and then she's like i don't know what i'm writing i just know that i've got good characters <laughs> and then she has to go back and and start writing the the book and kind of you know, piece in and figure out if she can use the characters that she wrote because she's so good at getting the strong characters. And, and a lot of times it'll have a very strong feminine character. And, and sometimes the character isn't, she'll have a little bit of unsureness to her, but all the, the characters are very strong written, which is funny because whenever, if we watch TV or something, we need strong, strongly written characters. They have to have good backstories are good it can't just be something that we tune into and can forget about the characters Mm -hmm. so and that's that's why i like that i think in a book is just that i even if i sometimes forget their names i just need to know that okay this person is is definitely this this and this Mm -hmm. and you know i can i can identify with this person because they're this and the book that i'm reading now i can identify with this person because they're quirky in this way and and all of that. So, and, and I do, I do occasionally read other books that are, that are actually nonfiction. But when I do, it's generally more psychology, psychiatry based because it's so that I can learn a little bit more about myself. So that's what you'll, what you'll get from me. And yeah. then you'll get a little bit more businessy, financial, mm-hmm. and then hopefully something new eventually from Eric. Yes, and I do actually, on my pile of books to read right now, I do have one fiction. Well, it's I shouldn't say it's not fiction, oh, but it's his, historical you, nonfiction that you I'm do going have, to be reading. And it's actually written by somebody that was on this podcast. Well, not this oh, the, podcast, but, our other, uh, but on Stigmas and Open Wounds. So. You do actually have a fiction downstairs, too, that you picked up in Portugal. Yes. I, I'm thinking that one's going to be down the road, though, quite a way, so... We'll see. But so, yeah, I mean, so that's pretty much what you're going to get from us from from books. So, so yeah. cool, man. Well, I think I think we pretty much are wrapping this one up then. Yeah. Unless you um, have any other questions or comments. No, no. Um, we will be back 
We don't really we'll be, know with this podcast. We don't know when we're going to be back. Um, we'll be back you, when we have another when, book to, yeah. that we finished. We we come back sporadically. Yep. Hopefully sooner than later, but just be patient. But yeah, don't worry. You don't ever have to worry about me, about it going like six months without a, a, nah. a review because, yeah, I finish a lot more books than that, and I'm pretty sure Tracy does too. So Yeah. Yep. So... so all right. Well, with that, we thank everybody for tuning into this podcast. We will be back when we are back with another book <laughs> review. Otherwise, until then, just tune into Stigmas and Open Wounds. You can find that on your favorite podcast player just in case you're not coming f- to this podcast from that podcast. So with that, we'll wrap it up and thank everybody for tuning in. See you on the next one. Thanks, guys.